come to save the day. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. We're back, and we're going to start talking about stringers and how to cut them, how to build your stairs, and we're going to do that, but first... This brought to you by Klein Tools. Klein Tools? You mean these guys right these guys, here? They make them great power stations. This, yeah, this is very cool. It's got USB ports, and it's got the, the charger, it's even got a little flashlight in it, so uh, go mm -hmm. check out our buddies over at Klein Tools. And uh, you can get one of these right there. It's uh, there you go. It's great. I don't that one we may not give away, Rich. That that might end up in my truck. I don't know. We're gonna find Probably out. Probably will. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe we can get Sonar to do us a little a little uh, a little commercial thing on how I've mounted that in my truck and how I'm using it. <laughs> there we there, go. There you go. There. That's how we'll do that. All right. So let's get going on our stairs. Uh, we got a lot to cover today. We can use. Uh, basic stairs, you know, to, like we've got here behind us on the deck. I mean, we can start off by keeping it real simple and just using some milk crates, right, Sonar? See, look at that. Yeah. Boom, done. It works. Uh, the rise isn't correct. The run isn't correct. And then right above Rich there, right there is a little bit of a strip, trip step if you're coming trip down. Edge. Yeah. yeah. Sticking up a little bit. But other than that, it does work. It gets up there, you know. It'll, it'll get you up the stairs. Okay, so now a better way to do this would be to actually cut some stringers and, and make those stairs correct. So uh, explain what we've got here, Rich. So that is a pre-cut stair stringer that you can pick up at most box stores. And it's pre-cut basically for a seven and a half inch rise, 10 inch tread or 11 inch tread. And they don't work unless your deck is at a two foot, you know, somewhere around 22 to 24 inch elevation because you can trim the bottom a little or whatever. Right. But you can only go down with those. Correct. If you're any higher than the, than the 21 inches, you know, 22 and a half inches, it's not going to work. Right. And what you'll see a lot of people do is they set the top, but then they just cut the bottom off. So the first step ends up being two, three inches and then everything else is seven the rest of the way up. Which is illegal because you're not supposed to vary a riser height by more than three sixteenths of an inch. So. Right. So you end up having to, most of the time, uh, we always just cut ours and we just, right. you know, we measure it out and, we, and then we do it. And what is the ideal rise and run for this? Well, rise is no more than ten, seven and a half inches. So that's the rise. That's the max. You so can that's do. from one step to the net. Yes. Right. The run, they usually want what they say, a 10 and a half inch clear tread. So you could have a nosing hanging over from the tread above the one below, but if I measure from that nosing to the next nosing, I got to have a minimum of 10 and a half. So basically you're looking for stairs that are made out of a two by 12, Correct. you know, 11 and a quarter inch tread. And that's what determines how far back you cut on that stringer. So if you go back to your, go to your next, to your next stringer layout. Go next, there. So, so those somebody's done a lot of work because that, <laughs> especially the hips, the hip ones, those yep. are done at a little different number because you actually are at a diagonal. So it's not that hard. You can just throw the board there, cut the top and bottom, and then just throw the board there and just, you know, run your lines together and find your points where it hits and then just scribe it all. Correct. But it's, it's a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. Somebody spent some time lining all this up and it, it's very cool. I like the picture. So that's why I used it. <laughs> Somebody spent some time putting that together. So there's oh, yeah. all your stringers. You put them together spacing wise. Every two feet, 
you can you can do that. And uh, depending mm -hmm. on, it's going to depend on the decking material, the the, the actual stair tread that you're going to put on there, and that'll finally determine right. the the actual spacing of those those stringers. So another option, if you don't want to have to cut all of these and have tried to figure all that out, you can use a, a box stringer or, or box stairs where you just build these boxes and you stack them on mm -hmm. each other and bolt them together. And if you're using a two by six, as long as it all works out plan wise, you're okay. But you'll notice the run on these, each one's a little different. I don't, can you step aside? Step and that's back a bigger the problem. There you go. You, See, you, there you go. So he's got his bottom one, but yeah, as you get up to the top, I mean, the bottom one looks like it's, let's just say 16, but the top one looks like it's only 12. Right. Right. So, so that's kind of a no-no because it, you, that's how you end up tripping up or down. Correct. Yeah. You want to be consistent with your stair treads. Your rises and mm -hmm. your runs, you want to keep all the same. And if, if you've ever gone up a pair of stairs where it's really steep, you, you, you feel the difference in those. Or mm -hmm. um, like an old stair, stairs going into a basement where the stair treads are really small and steep. Um, you know, that, that's where well, you I mean, see it, that. Well, I mean, that was the old codes. I mean, they typically were an eight-inch rise, and you only had a nine-inch tread. Right. You know, so, right. I mean, I literally have to walk downstairs and staring down at my feet because they fit over the treads <laughs> too big. You know what I mean? My feet are too large. Right. Like, I walk I down sideways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a ladder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ladder. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so how do we measure these? Uh, your size, the rise and the run. Well... So it's really quite simple. You're going to find your overall height. Now, what's deceiving in your photograph there is that they show that the, the rise, the overall height, they're showing from right along that post, yep, which correct. is fine if your grade is level. Yep. And that's but if you even look in that picture, it looks like the grade is running down a little bit. Mm -hmm. It is. So you really need to know what that point is. So then you might need to add two inches to your overall rise. Correct. Okay. So the simplest thing to do is just take your rise. So let's just say it's eight feet and you divide that by seven and a half inches. Right. That's your maximum riser height. So you come up with a number. So if the number is 14.2, then you know that you can't use, you know, uh, 14 risers, you're gonna need 15 risers. And at 15 risers, you're probably only gonna be at like seven and a three eighths. Right. So by doing that, that's your rise now. So on a framing square, you know that each one of those for the vertical is going to be done at seven and three eighths. Right. Then no. you want to look at. Go ahead. What is your tread? Are you going to use a two by 12 for tread, which is 11 and a quarter? Or are you going to take and use a, a two pieces of decking or something like that? because that, that varies in width. That actually might actually be a lot wider. It could be 11 and a half. Mm -hmm. So that is gonna give you your other dimension, the 11 and a half. And if you're putting, the only thing that's gonna vary that depth of that tread cut is going to be, what are you doing for a riser? In other words, the code says you can't have larger than a four inch sphere go through a riser either, you know, just like on a railing. So if you're gonna put a deck board in the back, mm -hmm. is that deck board gonna go all completely cover it and we go to the next pictures um but if it's going to completely cover it you may have to move that tread forward you right. know what i mean it's a little bit more confusing i guess but it's not as tough as sounds. right but uh, you'll see a lot of stairs where there is no riser and the problem mm -hmm. with that is if if uh someone was to slip when they're going up they could their foot could actually go through that space and then then you're snapping a leg bone and um, mm -hmm. that can be a little difficult to to deal with so 
If you put the, the, the riser on there that stops the toe from going through, uh, you, you could put strips in there too if you wanted to. You know, if you wanted to leave right. spacing and you wanted it to be open, you could use right. you know, a one by three top and bottom leaving a gap in the middle if you wanted to have that open look like, if you wanted it. Uh, but right. you do need to have something there by code. Um, so the, the biggest thing is to watch this grade run here because that's going to be a little deceiving because by the time you get out to here, that is going to change. So your rise and your run overall of your staircase is going to make, make a difference. Yeah, um, and all you need to do is put a string out there with a level or a straight board or whatever and just figure out how much the grade is dropping off and then just add that to your overall grade to deck height that you see next to that column. So you just add it into it. Correct. And then do your math divided by seven and a half and see how many risers you need. Right. Exactly. Okay. The other thing to watch out for when you're building your stairs is the, the windows. Where are the windows in relationship to your stairs? So that window's 36 inches wide. You need to go another 36 inches out from there. And then 80 inches up, if that window falls in that space, that window needs to be tempered. And the same thing at the top of the stairs, 36 inches out uh, or from the corner, and then over 36 inch window, 80 inches up, then that window needs to be tempered. So just watch that as you're laying these out, if you're putting the staircase up against that, the, the house like that. Mm -hmm. So just something to pay attention to. And then next up is, how do we cut these stringers now? Here's your framing square, Rich. You want right. to explain that? Yeah, so I mean, using the framing square and you've got your two sets of numbers on there, so you're going to be able to take from this one edge here, go that way, yep. right there, yep. and moving too fast that's giving you your rise right and so whatever your number you came up with your seven and a half seven and three eighths using the skinny side that's your rise the fat side that's your tread and that would is then going to lay out so let's say you got a seven and three eighths rise and a 10 inch tread so all you really have to do is seven and three eighths on the one side of the square 10 inch on the other side of the square and you just mark them down and if you've got to do a lot of stairs they make little blocks, the little brass blocks that you put on your framing square and you just set the first one and you tighten up the little brass stops yep. and then you can just slide the framing square down. You don't have to keep double checking your numbers. So particularly up. on a long run of stairs, it's really nice to have that. Um, and then you don't lay out every one of your stringers. Once you get one cut, that's your template. And then you just lay that over your next piece of wood and mark it out. So you really only need to lay out one stringer. Correct. You get one cut, get yep. it fit, make sure everything's good. You take that, that's now your template, and you can repeat that. Just like on the previous you, picture where they had the a whole bunch of them. And the deck all the way around. And, and, uh, exactly. and, and he just used a whole bunch of those. So, and right. he just used one. Okay, so our next picture then is, there it is. So there's your rise and run, and he's drawing it out. Yep. On the, oh, and he does have the uh, stair gauge, the little brass clamps on there. Didn't even notice that in their right pictures. There. Yep, and right there. So now he yep. can just slide that square to the next one where it intersects right. the line and just keep drawing all the way down. Now, the only thing I will remind you of is that the reason why you do them all at seven and three eighths and, and 10 and whatever your tread width is gonna be is that they're all gonna be the same because you're going to put the same thing on the bottom, you know, on the tread and on the riser, except at the top and bottom. At the top, you have to adjust it a little bit for that height. So, and that's where you place the stringer. So you'd put the stringer up against the deck and you want to measure that height. Your very bottom one, because you don't have a tread going down there, 
you got to take the inch and a half or the one inch, whatever your tread materials, you have to take that off the bottom of the stringer on that one location only. Correct. That's also how you level your stringer. So if your grade's a little off, you know, from left to right at the, at the bottom, you just take a little bit more off one so that your, your treads all stay level. Correct. And, and, and that's a good reason to uh, pour a concrete slab on the bottom. Absolutely. Which, you get the concrete shows. pad down there with some anchor bolts and a, and a sleeper. It's all good. Right. Right. So, so now you got it all marked out. How do we want to cut them? You can, Old school. Let's just use a handsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That works great. And you build up your arm muscle, you know, your heart rate gets to get up a little bit. Tons of experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the other thing about using this is you're going to make sure it's right because you don't want to have to do that again. So, you know. (laughs) Measure twice, cut once. That's it. If you're using your cordless saw, you know it's going to be perfect before you start cutting because you don't want to screw that up. All right, or you could do this and, and just grab your circular saw. And... Are you going to cut past your line, Rich, or what do you, how do you do that? No. Typically, you want to take a scale saw, cut right up to your line, and that, it's called a bird's mouth. So at that bird's mouth, you want to just cut right up to that line, and then you can finish it with your handsaw, which is typically how I do it. Yeah. Or you can get out another power tool, and you can do it with the jigsaw, which right. is fine. Yep. But the big thing is do not use the circular saw to cut all the way through. You know a little it, ways, because if you do that, yeah, right there. you've just now taken half your meat out, right? It's It might still look like it's a 2 by 12 for a stringer, right. but you're down to a 2 by 4 because of those overcuts. Right, and right you're there. You're just weakening it. That's the strength right there of that whole stringer. So if, right. you, if you cut that down, now you're, you're making that, even, that strength even, you're taking more of the strength out of it. So that's why exactly. you don't want to overcut on, on right. your stringers. So, all right, next up. There. So there's an All idea. All cut up. See, you can see how that distance now, like what you're saying, is a little different because he's got mm-hmm. it tied in. And this is level with his deck. You could also drop right. that down where that would be the first step down. And then that's going right. to change that distance of where it's tied in. And then you can But see- you can see where he cut the backside of the stringer away and that the tread now doesn't look like it matches the other treads. The yep. flat part that you step on. Yep. And that's because he's running the deck all the way out there and past some a little bit. So... To do that, it's not that difficult, but it does mess with your head trying to get the math right and so on. Um, and I'll be honest, even the the two on the ends where he has them hitting the rim joist, uh-huh. if you look, they're only they're not catching all that much meat. Yep, that's true. You know, there's not much left of that stringer at the bottom there, so right it here. really should have been gone all the way up. No, I mean right at the top. Oh. Look where it attaches to the top, closest to you. Oh, these here. Um, yeah, where it's on the rim joist, there's nothing down there. Oh, right. Yeah, if you yeah. follow the grain of the wood, I'm trying to point at it for you, but I can't reach it. You're, you're out that far, you're too far out. So you're talking about right yeah. in here. Yep. Look where the grain runs. Yep. That, right. that stringer is only held by about an inch of wood. Yep. You're right. So that one should have never been cut like that. Should have had a bird's mouth cut on the backside so that they could bolt it or block it directly up into the stringer. Right. So that's a weak point. But overall, that's still not a bad install for, you know, you got a nice sill plate down there. I get out of the way again. Yep. Uh, right you know. here. And you can see how the riser looks like it's shorter. Yep, because it is. That first riser, because if once you put the tread material on there, that will then match the other ones. So that's why you say you got to watch that. Right, right. And um, the whole thing, the other option with this is they make, uh, Simpson Ties makes uh, joist hangers for this. 
So you can hang, mm -hmm. you can put hangers on there to help support that. Um, there's a bunch of different options on how to tie your stairs in based on your design. So we're just showing you right. one here, but there, there are several others. And again, uh, this, does this show the concrete on the bottom or is that just? It's hard to tell, but this yeah. one does. Yeah, oh, this one definitely does, there. Right, and it has the Ticos or, or whatever, the Simpson hangers on the, on the other side. Yep. At the top. Yep, so, and they've got it all blocked in nice on a concrete pad. So now that's nice and level. You don't need to worry about measuring the bottom cuts here and making sure that your top of your stairs treads stay right. level and, and even. So that works out pretty good there. So you can use brick, you can use, uh, you know, all kinds of whatever patio you're going to put down could be tied into that where that sits in mm -hmm. there level. You can also just drop it in the yard and you have this board going all the way across, level that in the yard and then drop your stairs on it and then right. push the grade back up against it if you want. But um, overall, that's probably um, the best way to do it is the way they've got it shown right yeah. here. I like they did a nice job with the uh, piers and posts too, with all the hangers and the. Yep. yep. Very well done. Yes, I, I would have to agree. Okay, next picture is your rises. Stairs to nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> stairs to nowhere. But there's your, there's your stringer, just cut out of uh, yep. pressure treated lumber, a piece of one by pressure treated lumber, and then two pieces of decking, to uh, yep. to make your stair tread, and and that's a basic set of stairs, and right. that'll that'll serve you well. Um, that does what most people get. Correct. And you can also get a little fancier if you want. And on here, this has got timber tech or some decking. Right, right. They picture frame. That they mitered and infilled. And right. Use like Azek or something for the band joists and cap the stringers and did their risers. So it gives it a, a much more, a much brighter, more finished look. Correct. Right. And that, that's a nice upgrade. That's, obviously, that's going to be a lot more expensive. But, I mean, mm -hmm. that gives you an idea of some of the stuff you can do. And I'm sure at this point, too, they're going to wrap these posts with AZAC and kind of tie it all together. And rails and so. stuff would all. So that way it's all um, no maintenance. That's a maintenance-free mm -hmm. installation that way. So um, there you go. That's your, your, your stair treads, your risers. You've got everything in this last picture. So you've got your concrete. Yeah. You've got your stringers, the risers, the stair tread. And the deck, and and that's that's all the parts and pieces that you need right there. So, mm -hmm. fairly simple setup. They just made that one more fun by adding the curves. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, you, you know, you got to make some things interesting. If it's straight, it's just that's too right. easy. So well, it looks to be an arts and crafts home. So you know, on a straight edge there, you want everything at angles and curves. So that's right. So nice. with that, I think uh, we'll sign off, and we're going to be going on to railings next week, and we're going to discuss railings. And we might even have to just reuse this picture here because this gives you a good setup of, of how to set those railings up. So uh, with, start. with that, how are we going to start signing these off now? I don't know. Keep it square and level till next time. Until next week? Keep it, keep it square, keep it and, square level. and level. There which you way do you want to go? Yeah, we'll do, we're going to do it that way. Leave it in the comments. Yeah. Which way do you like? Which, which way? <laughs> do, you, do you really care? Or do you just want us to shut up about Did it? Did you make it this way? Yes. Congratulations to you. That's right. <laughs>